The Strange Tales Audio Drama Theater proudly presents a chilling tale from the master of the macabre, Mr. A.I. Lovecraft. So, without further ado, enjoy the show. The Presence of the Eldar Chapter 3 Days turned into weeks, replete with unseasonable storms and chilling winds that swept through the city, howling like tormented souls released from their earthly bounds. The cityscape had turned into a gothic panorama, its towering edifices stubbornly indifferent to the invisible tempest that seemed to be gathering strength in our midst. For me, the nights were a lingering labyrinth of unending terrors, the grand celestial dome above turned into a gaping abyss by those forbidden texts I had unwittingly indulged in. I was tormented by an ineffable presence, an ominous power that seemed to be seething under our feet, its malign energy seeping up from the depths of the subway tunnels and into the very foundations of Trinity Church. My studies with Father Callahan, once the bedrock of my daily routine, now rendered an exercise in futility as my thoughts were endlessly drawn towards Arthur. His mother, a regular visitor at our church, was a figure of inconsolable grief, her sunken eyes and waning strength silently broadcasting her dire predicament. Innately, I felt her suffering resonating in my soul, triggering an empathy that I had never known existed within me. Driven by an impulse that was as unfamiliar as it was compelling, I took upon myself the task of unearthing what had transpired that fateful night. The rifle, which had been a stoic companion during my secluded summer stints in Dunwich, felt like an extension of my own self. As if guided by some higher force, my footsteps led me to the entrance of the subway, the gateway to the underbelly that was now a symbol of our collective dread. The station, with its high arches and ornate ironwork, stood like an ageless sentry. As I descended into the jaw of this mechanical beast, my senses were assaulted by the smell of damp earth, mixed with the acrid tang of iron and grease. The muffled murmur of the city above echoed faintly, whispers of life swallowed by the abyss of the descending tunnel. Overhead, gas lamps stolidly dispelled the encroaching darkness, casting elongated shadows upon the station walls. The tunnel ahead lay barren and eerily calm, an icy darkness creeping along its hollow length. As I ventured deeper into the tunnel, the oppressive silence was only broken by the crunch of gravel under my boots and the steady exhale of my breath. The chilling air seemed to tighten around me, stirring an ancient fear that whispered tales of unseen horrors from the sequestered corners of my mind, unspeaking ever-encroaching dread that something unspeakable was lurking in these man-made catacombs. Onward I ventured, each step fueling a primal dread, yet equally reinforcing an inexplicable resolve. I had embarked on this perilous pilgrimage, not just to seek the truth behind Arthur's disappearance, but also to confront the shadows that had begun to invade my faith. Then, from the murky ether, I heard it. A furtive rustle, a scurrying echo wandering through the depths, gone as soon as it arrived, leaving behind a resonating silence, hinting at a presence stretching far into the darkness. My grip on the rifle hardened. I stood still, heart pounding. The darkness was not empty. The unseen horror and the hidden threats that lurked within this mechanical indus were enough to chill any man's blood. It was here in the shadow of progress I realized that the city had awoken something, a power forgotten by time and neglected by man, and this ancient power it was not silent anymore.
This has been a production by the Strange Tales Audio Drama Theater. Kindly join our Discord server to engage in discussions about the novel's enthralling events and follow the happenings at the Strange Tales office where you can offer your esteemed input to our editors.